stories for bedtime. And car time. And playtime. And anytime you want to hear how much Jesus loves you in all this world. Even little birds. Hello, I am Pastor Sarah at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Welcome to this podcast where we tell stories, stories told just for kids and kids at heart. Every week we tell a story about Jesus from the Bible. For this podcast, you need to bring your imagination. We're going to imagine that there was a little bird in all those Bible stories, a little bird who was friends with Jesus. A little bird who saw all the stuff Jesus did and heard all the things that Jesus said. Hi, podcast friends. It's so fun to be back with you again today. I hope you had a really wonderful Christmas and you enjoyed hearing those stories about Jesus' birth and all the amazing people and animals who were there to greet him, to celebrate his coming into the world. Over the next few weeks, we are going to learn about some of the people Jesus met and who were important in his life. Today, we tell a story about some people Jesus met soon after he was born. So here it is, Season 2, Episode 13. Little Bird and Jesus Meet Simeon and Anna day, soon after Jesus had been born, Little Bird was sitting next to Mary as she rocked baby Jesus to sleep. Little Bird sang her sweet little sparrow song, and Mary held him so very close as he slept. Baby Jesus loved to be held. Little Bird noticed that whenever he cried, as soon as Mary or Joseph picked him up, his crying would stop. Their warm arms around him must have made Jesus feel so safe and loved. Little Bird knew the feeling. Sometimes Mary would hold her in her little hand and gently rub her little head. It was just the best, that safe, cozy, loved feeling. Sometimes when Jesus cried, Little Bird wished she had arms and hands, just so she could hold Jesus and give him some comfort too. But all she could do was sing her little song, telling Jesus he was safe and loved and precious in her singing, since she couldn't do it with her wings or her body. Well, one day, as Mary rocked slowly back and forth with the baby Jesus in her arms, Joseph came in to talk to her. Mary, Joseph said, it's time for us to go to the temple in Jerusalem so that we can dedicate Jesus to God. He's our firstborn son, and this is what faithful people do. I know it's a big trip, but God has been so good to us in giving us this baby. It's time for us to go and ask God's blessing upon us and upon Jesus. Little Bird agreed with this. It would be good to go to the temple, the biggest and most important place God's people went. She understood how important it was, so she hopped a bit closer to Mary, wondering if she could go along. Mary said to Joseph, It is time. Let's get everything together and go to the temple. And then she looked at Little Bird. 
little bird, would you come with us? It always gives me comfort knowing you are nearby. You can always hide in my robes if the crowd gets too much. We'll keep you safe, don't you worry. And so it was that the little family, Mary and Joseph and the little baby Jesus, all made the journey to the temple in the big city of Jerusalem. And as they went, a little sparrow flew overhead. They made their way to the temple. There were so many people there, some with babies, just like Mary and Joseph. Others were praying for their family who was sick or others were giving thanks for a good harvest or other blessings. The temple building was grand and beautiful, like a castle or a fancy mountain, unlike anything Little Bird had ever seen. It was taller than any tree she'd ever noticed and as beautiful as the most lovely field of wildflowers. The temple was just awesome. Little Bird wanted to see all of it, to figure out just how big it was around and how high it went up into the sky. So she flew out of Joseph's robes and flapped her little wings up and up and up and up to the roof of the temple and all around it. It was bigger than anything. So beautiful, too. Stones piled carefully on top of another, fitting in together perfectly with carvings made out of those lovely stones. There was a holiness and a specialness about that building. She understood how people would feel the presence of God in such a place. She flew around it, caught up in the goodness and specialness of that place, until she realized that she didn't know where Joseph and Mary were. She flew around and around, but she couldn't find them anywhere. The more she looked, the more scared she got. And soon her wings were tired and her little heart was racing. Where were her friends? She noticed what looked like a safe little nook where she thought no one would be able to see her while she kept an eye out for her friends. She landed and took a deep breath and started to scan the crowd for Mary or Joseph. And as she looked, she noticed that standing very close to her was an old man, a very old man. He had a big beard as white as snow, and he had these wrinkles at the corner of his eyes that proved he'd spent many years smiling. And she could tell that he, too, was looking over the crowd. And as he looked, he noticed Little Bird, and the man leaned toward her. It scared Little Bird a little bit, and she hopped backwards, but the old man said, It's okay, Tiny Sparrow. I won't hurt you. My name is Simeon. I come here to the temple every day to thank God for everything God has done in my life. God has made a promise to me that before I die, I would meet the person God has sent to save this world. I'm getting very old, so it's got to be soon. I am here today, just as I am every day, watching and waiting to meet the Savior of the world. And who knows, maybe today will be the day.
Little Bird was so excited and she tweeted out, He's here today, Simeon. His name is Jesus and he's here right now. But of course, old Simeon understood God speaking to him but didn't understand the language of sparrows. So he just smiled the kindest, most loving smile at Little Bird as she tweeted. But just then, Little Bird saw Mary's bright blue scarf and tall Joseph with his head above the others in the crowd. With a loud tweet, she flew over to them, hoping that Simeon would follow her. And he did. He dropped his cane and with the energy of a little kid, old Simeon ran to Mary and Joseph, the biggest smile on his face, those wrinkles around his eyes even deeper than usual. Simeon said to Mary, I've been waiting my whole life to meet your son. He's the one, isn't he? The one who will bring life and love to this world. Mary nodded, smiling at this kind, old, faithful man. And then she did something surprising. She took baby Jesus all bundled up in his blankets and put him in the old man's arms. The old man gently, tenderly pulled the tiny baby Jesus and started to sing a lullaby of praise. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations, the glory of all your people. There was such joy, such comfort in Simeon's eyes. It was almost as though it wasn't Simeon holding Jesus, but Jesus holding Simeon. The baby's presence, the promise fulfilled, the hope he brought gave Simeon such comfort, such joy, such safety. It was like God wrapped him up in the biggest hug. And then as Simeon was singing, an old woman came up to them. She had long silver hair and a face so full of wrinkles that Little Bird could hardly see her deep brown eyes. Simeon noticed her, and as he was gently bouncing the little baby Jesus in his arms, he said to her, Anna, meet baby Jesus, the Savior of the world. And Jesus, this is Anna. She's even older than me, and I'm so old I can't even count that high. Anna is a prophet. She lives here at the temple praying and worshiping night and day. Old Anna looked down at Jesus with happy tears on her wrinkled face. I'm so glad to meet you, sweet baby, precious Savior, she said. I've been waiting to meet you my whole life. She looked over at Mary, hopeful, expectant, and Mary nodded. Old faithful Anna took Jesus into her arms and held him so close. She began to praise God, singing about Jesus, the one God sent to save the world. Soon, Simeon joined her in a song of praise. And then Mary and Joseph joined in giving God glory for this baby. 
and so did Little Bird. And as they sang, the love of God wrapped around all of them, holding them with such gentleness and tenderness, such comfort and peace, a love that holds all of us. Well, friends, isn't it fun to think about that little baby Jesus and the people that met him, the ways he blessed and loved them, even as a tiny, tiny baby? As you think about this story, maybe you can find a doll or a stuffed animal and wrap it up in a blanket and hold it with as much love as you can, like it was a little baby. You can pretend to be Simeon and Anna and sing a song to that baby. Or you can, even if you're big, find someone who will hold you close and tight in the safety of their hug and rock you like a baby. You could even wrap yourself up in a big cozy blanket. However you do it, as you nestle in, think about how God holds you and loves you and will never let you go. This is a great story about how older people bless the lives of little people and how little people bless the lives of older people. So this week, I encourage you to find someone who is not your age and spend some time with them. Ask them about their Christmas and their favorite food and about God. Ask them what it was like when they were or are kids. Maybe it's just a grandparent or a neighbor or someone at church, but I'm pretty sure you'll find lots of joy when you talk to them, just like Anna and Simeon found such joy in baby Jesus. Thanks for listening to this episode of Little Bird and Jesus. Now flap your little wings. Sing a little song. And remember that to Jesus. You will always belong. Thanks for listening to Little Bird and Jesus, a podcast of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. For more information on St. Paul, visit us at stpaulqc.org.